Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. I have a serious, I mean, really big-time serious question for you. What price glory is winning more important than saving a young man from a sexual predator? Well, apparently, winning would override any and everything for the 2010 NHL Stanley Cup champion Chicago Blackhawks. It is a story that is absolutely sickening. It's not only a black mark for the NHL, it's a black mark for our society. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. I am telling you, folks, when I heard this one, I went from heartbreak to anger to literally wanted to choke somebody, to, to take a, a lead pipe and crack a bunch of men over their skulls, bludgeoning them. That's how sickening this story is. It came out this week that a former number one NHL, uh, a former you know first round pick, Kyle Beach, was twenty years old. In two thousand and ten, he um, was assaulted, sexually assaulted, by the video coach, a guy by the name of Brad Ulrich. For then, you know, with the Chicago Blackhawks. The point of the story is, basically, the Blackhawks didn't do, knew about it and didn't do a damn thing. Did not do a damn thing about it. It was reported. He, uh, the young man Beach confided in somebody. It was reported. There was team meetings. And you know what? Then coach Joel Quenville, who most recently was the coach with the Florida Panthers till meeting with Coach Gary, uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman this week and had to resign, apparently he didn't want anything to disrupt the team as it was in its quest to win the Stanley Cup championship. It, it happened during the, uh, the, the, the Western Conference Finals against the San Jose Blackhawks. Can you imagine that? I don't want anything to disrupt. Nah, let, let's, let's kind of sweep this aside for now. We, we, we can't have anybody concentrating on this. What does that tell you about winning at all costs? And, and folks, I understand I, I do understand, you know, pressure. And I'm listen, I've been in the sports business. I'm in the sports business. I understand pressure, the pressure of winning, the importance of winning. This is what a coach's livelihood is about, especially in pro sports. I understand that. But nothing, nothing can make me understand allowing a sexual predator, a predator in your organization to basically go unscathed 
because it's about winning? It's about winning? Are you kidding me? When I read this story, when I tell you, you know, as I said in the open, it's sickening, it can make you throw up. It can make you throw up. Here is a young 20-year-old man, man, boy, whatever. I don't care if you're 20 or 40 or 60 or what have you. The video coach of that team, Brad Ulrich, sexually assaulted this piece of garbage. Sexually assaulted this piece of garbage, okay? What'd they do? That that assault took place, it, it was like on May 8th and 9th of 2010. A week later, Beach, Kyle Beach, confided in his skills coach. Shortly after that, less than a week later, the, the Blackhawks staff met. I'm talking about the team president, John McDonough, Stan Bowman, uh, I'm to- who is a GM. I'm, I'm talking about Quenville, team counselors. They all met. All right? Nothing was done. Now get a load of this. A day after the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup championship, the same sexual predator, Aldrich, apparently or allegedly made sexual advances towards a 22-year-old team intern. Okay? A few days later, human resources got involved. When human resources thought something was was not, shall we say, kosher, Aldrich was given an ultimatum, either an investigation or a uh, resignation. So what does Aldrich do? He decides to resign. But with his resignation, with his resignation, now remember, this piece of shit and, and I can't be more blunt about it. This piece of shit, Aldrich, was part of the Stanley Cup celebration. He, he was able to hoist the Stanley Cup. Okay, so with his resignation, this piece of shit received his severance, received his playoff bonus, and he also got a championship ring. And Aldrich also had his name engraved on the Stanley Cup. Okay, which apparently now the owner of the Wirtz family wants his name removed from the Stanley Cup, which I agree with, but you want to know what? Every piece of shit, as I said, every piece of shit who looked the other way and allowed this to still continue deserves to have their names off the Stanley Cup. But, but you see, this is what happens. I want to give you examples, folks, as sickening as this is. You know, when people say, eh, you know, maybe I don't want to get involved. E- e- even, you know, the, f- forget winning a cup. Even if some people, eh, you know what, you hear this, eh, you, you hear stories, eh, maybe I don't want to get involved. Well, here's what happens when you don't get involved and creeps like this are allowed to continue. 
Not only did he get his severance and this and that, he didn't get any bad reports following him. You know, nothing was said. Well, we, we had to let him go under strange circumstances. No, nothing nothing at all. Glowing reports about him. So that all that crap was happening in 2010. When he's the director of hockey operations for Miami of Ohio University, guess what? Aldridge sexually assaulted not one, but two men. One was apparently a, um, a student, and the other one was an uh, intern working at a summer camp. And guess what Aldridge did? He resigned from Miami later that year. Hmm. Now, he gets a job. I want you listening, folks. This is what happens when you keep your mouth shut. While serving as a hockey coach for a high school team in Houghton, Michigan, Aldridge allegedly, hmm, allegedly assaulted one of his teenage players after a post-game party. Hmm. All right. That was in March of 2013. In September of 2013, apparently the, the, those Houghton police contacted the Blackhawks director of human resources because they wanted information on Aldrich. And get this, the director, okay, of the Chicago Blackhawks refused. Get a load of this. The guy refused to offer any information on Aldrich other than his resignation without a subpoena. Now how about this? Aldrich was eventually convicted of fourth-degree sexual conduct involving a student. And guess what? He was sentenced to nine months in Houghton County Jail for his assault on that high school player. He gets released and is required to register as a sex offender, serve five years of probation, and he had to pay restitution. So then in May... Beach Files uh, of 2021 files a lawsuit against the Blackhawks as John Doe. In June, Blackhawks began their investigation. And, you know, quite frankly, right now, this shit has hit the fan. A bunch of resignations. Uh, Stan Bowman, the GM, is out. Al McIsaac, he's out. Joel Quenville had to resign as head coach of the Florida Panthers. I want you to think about what went on here. And I do not know how those men could not only, I don't know how they can look themselves in the mirror. And I don't know how they can look their families in their faces. How, how could you look your children, your spouses in the faces? Is this what winning is all about? I've stuck I've stuck up for coaches several times. You, you know, oh, a coach is too tough. He called me a name. Now, now, this is not that. This is a sexual predator. 
a young man, 20 years old. Look what this young man, Kyle Beach, has had to live with. Taking him to dark places. The shame, the embarrassment. And really, there is no shame. But, you know, that's easy. We, we always hear that being said. It is no shame. You didn't do anything wrong. But it's easy for you and me to say there's no shame. It's easy, it's easy for a doctor to, to say there's no shame because it didn't happen to us. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, this, all, all week, I was thinking, well, what am I going to do for my podcast this week? You know, uh, you know, can always do football. You got the World Series on. You got all these things on. And this just hit me. It's like, my wife heard me reading about this stuff. And the more I read about it and the more I watched it, I'm throwing, I'm dropping F-bombs one after another. Like, I don't not, I don't know how this can happen. And, and not that it matters, but you know what? Quite frankly, Quenville, Quenville was a guy I respected as a player. I respected him as a coach. I mean, from afar. You know, he's not my favorite team or anything like that, but I just respected him. Now I want to kill him. I want to take a pipe and smack him across the face. I want to take a pipe to the entire organization, the, all the men, any and everyone who knew and did nothing, fuck them. I'm sorry. That's fuck them. It is absolute, as, as a parent, me as a, a parent, as a grandparent, I, I, I want to, I really, I want to hurt somebody. I'm, I'm not trying to be dramatic here, folks. But, but how this could happen, and, and then there was, uh, you know, certain reports that you, you you don't even know else. We're just, I'm just talking about the people like the execs that knew. You don't know who else knew. And apparently, you know, again, it's alleged that some players found out and were teasing him. Were teasing him about being gay. Well, any player who did that ought to have a hockey stick shoved down his throat and up his ass. How about that? It, it, it is absolutely, is this, when I said at the beginning that this is not just a black mark on the NHL, it's a black mark on our society as a whole, which we know is going backwards anyway. But you're going to tell me winning, and, and listen, folks, You've heard me on many a podcast talk about these coaches in, in college who, you know, don't give me the shit about student athletes. They're there to win. And if you can't win, be gone with you. Not all coaches, but a lot of them. I, you know, when coaches say, oh, they don't know. Let me tell you something. There's not a coach 
in a college program. There's not a coach in a pro program who doesn't know any and everything what's going on within his team. Any and everything. They know who they're sleeping with. They know who they're going out at night with. They know the trouble that they're in. They know everything. And this just went like along. But but I want you to think, realize what I said. As sickening as this shit is, as sickening as this story is and what this poor young man, Kyle Beach, had to go through, and quite frankly, mentally still has to go through, think about what they did. They allowed this sexual predator to go forth and continue to be a predator on other young people. Think about that. So rather than handle it and put an end to it, they turn a blind eye or let him skate, no pun intended with hockey, but let him skate away, and other people were allowed. This piece of shit served nine months in the county jail. My God, what are we talking about? What has happened to our society? And and I'm going to tell you something else. This story is not as big around here as it should be. Because, you know, maybe it's because it's hockey. You know, really, maybe it's because it's hockey. And uh, maybe it's because it's not like, for example, I'm here in New York, New Jersey. It's not one of our local teams. So maybe it's not as big a story. Or is it because the World Series is on and we're in the middle of the football season and basketball is, you know, up and running and hockey takes a back seat, at least in this area? I would imagine this story is a far bigger story up in Canada because I've lived in Canada and I've worked in Canada and, you know, great country, great people. Hockey there is a religion. And I would think this has to absolutely flip people upside down and inside out north of the border. I don't know. I'm, I'm just assuming so. But this story is not, I mean, to me, this shit should be a lead story on every station. This is what happens. I bet you if race was involved, it'd be a lead story because that's what the news outlets like both in print and electronic media. This is absolutely sickening. I mean, I hope Kyle, I mean, (laughs) Gary Bettman offers him uh, the commissioner, which what else is he going to do? He's going to offer him, um, you know, anything that they can do for psychological help or this and that. Oh, let me tell you something. You better offer him a Brinks truck full of money because you're going to pay through the freaking nose. Now, again, I'm not putting this on all the NHL, but the Chicago Blackhawks are part of the NHL and some of these people. I mean, when I hear that they want Aldrich's name marked off the Stanley Cup, I'm all for that. So let me ask you, how can any of these, uh, the, the GMs and Joel Quenville, the coach, how can their names, if, if the owner of the Blackhawks, and you know, he, he's caught between a rock and a hard spot, like, like he doesn't know what to do. See, he, in, in his mind, he's trying to do the right thing, get this piece of shit, get his name crossed off the cup. 
But how can you want this guy off the cup and not the people who allowed this guy to go forth? They should remain on the cup? They were partners in this crime as far as I'm concerned. You know what they say? A lot of times the cover-up is worse than the crime. Well, this cover-up is pretty freaking bad. It is absolutely, it's sickening in every which way. Every way. I don't know how anybody involved in this could sleep at night. I hope every asshole who was involved with the Blackhawks, who was in part of those meetings, who let it go, I hope they can't ever get a good night's sleep again. I hope the shame is a burden that they have to live with forever. This is the most sickening story I have heard in a long time. And listen, folks, in our society over the past couple of years, we've heard a lot of sickening stories. But this one, I don't know. It just turns my stomach. Turns my stomach and it should turn yours as well. And if it doesn't, then something's wrong with all of us. That's all I got to say. That, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be able to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on this podcast. You can do that on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I'd like to thank you, folks here at Believe.com, because as you know, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you to people out there Because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.